0: Dear Asian Girl, for Asian girls, by Asian girls. Alright guys, welcome to Dear Asian Girl episode 23, I think. Um, this week's episode is just going to be like a quick, um, chill direct- director's chat, and we're going to give our podcast co host a little break for the holiday season. Um, does everyone want to go around and just like introduce themselves to our listeners? Stephanie, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, hi guys. I think this is, this is the second time I've been on a Dear Asian Girl podcast. Um, the first one was on imposter syndrome, but yeah, I'm Stephanie. I'm the founder and executive director of Dear Asian Youth. Um, I'm 16 right now. I'm turning 17 next month. Um, I'm a high school junior in Southern California and yeah, I'm really excited to be here. All right, I guess I'll go next. Hi guys, I'm Sana. I'm the assistant director of Deer Youth. Um, I'm 16. I live in southern Orange County. Um, actually, I live by Stephanie, so we are like friends in real life. Um, things, things I like to do, I like to, I have a strange obsession with boba, like I drink it. I don't know how many times a week like four times a week which is really bad for my health and I love watching k-dramas. So Agnes do you want to go next? Yeah so my name is Agnes and I am currently the co-director of the projects department. Um, I am a college junior studying psychology and business in liberal arts. Um, I currently live in New York City and my hobbies include watching K drama, especially True Beauty. I love that show. And um, also listening to music and trying to paint. Um, Claire, do you want to go next? Yeah. Hi, I'm Claire. I'm the other co projects director at Dear Asian Youth. I'm a junior in high school this year. Um, something fun about me is that. My nails, I just painted them right before this meeting. They are sparkly red. You guys can't see them, but super festive for holiday season. Uh, Nikita?
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Nikita. I am the chapter director for (laughs) Dear Junior Youth. I am also a high school junior. I'm 16 and I live in Maryland, um, like 30 minutes away from DC. And I, cannot think of anything that is remotely interesting about me. (laughs) So, um, Lillian, do you want to go next? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Lillian. I'm the editor-in-chief. And
0: like Claire, I'm also from Washington State. Um, I am 17, a junior in high school. And I love Asian dessert, like matcha ice cream and grass jelly and bubble waffles and boba. Oh my gosh, so good. (laughs) <laughs> I just wanted to mention that um, we also had three directors that couldn't make it to this chat today. Um, that's Nia, our co-social media director, um, Namrata, our co-social media director, and also Roshni, um, our director of activism. So they couldn't make it today, but um, we love all of them, and yeah. um, You know, it's funny. I just realized, I typed this in the chat, but you guys obviously can't see us, but Literally in the middle of my introduction, I was like, oh my God, I'm not 16, I'm 17. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what came across me, but anyways, um, I just wanted to ask you guys since like, um, it's the end of the year, you know, it's been what, like six, seven months with Dear Asian Youth. I was wondering what you guys were, what your goals were for Dear Asian Youth going into the new year, you know, 2021. Um, with the Women of Color Conference and stuff. It's our year. Yay. (laughs) Um, Hopefully it will be a much better year than 2020. So yeah, what do you guys, what are your goals for next year? My goal for um, Deer Asian youth in 2021 is really like expanding upon the diversity that we already have on our team. Um, I want to make sure that our team is representative of Asia. And that means like, you know, representative of all the different religions, the different cultures, um, that are in Asia and not only that but also like a lot of the kind of intersectional um, I guess like pieces that make up a person's identity beyond just being Asian um, so yeah I really want to expand upon that to make sure that we have accurate representation and more representation um, and another thing that I'm really excited for is the Women of Color conference that's actually coming um, this March and we've been working a lot with Afropuff Chronicles and Generations, which are two other youth organizations to really develop that. So we're super excited to kind of see where that takes us. Yes, I'm super excited for the Women of Color Conference. Something I hope that day can get done next year is like, obviously after COVID ends and stuff like if we could host our own conference and like fly everyone out and then like we can meet everyone in person that would be super fun and just to see like like since our organization is so big like I feel like I don't get to interact with a lot of people on various different teams so I think like doing our own like conference would be super fun just to see everybody and like um, share our different cultures in person and like it'd be nice not to see everybody like through a screen. Yeah so since I'm the projects director I think that one of our goals for the projects department would be um, pushing out more projects um, focus um, things such as like a toolkit that we're going to be doing with another organization and also maybe like coffee chat and like even though we did many webinars in these past three or four months but right now we're really focusing on the um, the quality and another thing would be um, promoting more about our YouTube channel because right now it's a little bit dead but um hopefully we could um post more content on our YouTube and yeah. Oh my gosh, Agnes, I hate the word coffee chat and I <laughs> talked about this at the projects meeting. I'm but sorry. <laughs> coffee chat?
1: I What's just wrong really-
0: with coffee chat. Okay, we've used that word like a little bit too much. Steph is always like, let's do coffee chat. And now I just feel like <laughs> I feel like that's something that happens at day a lot. Like um, like Steph will say like like real game plan too much or something like something like that uh, <laughs> real game plan and then and then she'll <laughs> say that over and over it's like such something like that's like niche and that this doesn't come up like or, 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 in like conversations too often but then she'll say like those specific keywords too often and then and then I'll start to hate those <laughs> words but yeah so i have like to call them Socratic seminars or like no time. that's even that's even worse Socratic no seminars, it's like, not it's Funny, okay. Girl, it's, it's literally winter, break. can we not talk about school right now? Okay, anyways, anyways, so yeah, projects team, we are upping our game for the next year, we have some new kind of projects in mind that are different, so that's really interesting to try out, and I'm super excited to see how our audience perceives that. I'm also excited for a more general goal, which is like um, partnerships is part of projects a little bit and I really want Dear Asian Youth to kind of be seen as more of an equal with like big organ big organizations and for us to be more well-known and um, generally like accepted in like the big outside real life world because I feel like a lot of our work is really important and we're doing a pretty good job at it so I'd love for us to be more recognized I guess yeah And as for the literature department, um, I was talking to someone the other day about how like when we first started, a lot of the writers we had all came in with like sort of that anger, like that built up um, anger of being like um, the target of prejudice and discrimination and stuff like that. So all the writing we first produced were kind of like kind of like bends in a way. And now throughout um, like the couple of months, I've seen definitely like our content diversifying and recovering more like important issues beyond the Asian narrative. So I think our goal for the next year is definitely like expanding on that, um, our content. And that is something we're working on with our first issue of our December zine. So we're excited about that and hopefully we can, just embody more narratives and cover more content in the future?
1: Yeah, for um, chapters, um, I think one thing that is super important um, that I want to focus on next year is just making sure that all of our chapters feel very, like, supported by, like, our chapter committee and our regional leads, and making sure that they have, like, the resources and, like, the ability to actually be able to, like, pursue the initiatives that they want within their like their communities and their schools. And I think that would be really cool um, for us to be able to showcase that and um, stuff like that. And um, I also really want to expand the chapter community and we're actually already working on that right now. Um, but yeah, those are my goals for chapters. <laughs> Um, this is like
0: kind of off topic, but I'm really curious on what you guys like what your first impression of everybody was. I know what mine were. I, I think I've shared this with Claire before, but like I'm gonna go off here. <laughs> when when um Claire first joined the team, I I thought she was such a try. <laughs> and that was because she was like always I don't know you were doing so much and I was like damn this girl works really hard and like wait. <laughs> wait I don't remember did we make her chapters director from the start or is it like after a while I literally don't remember wait, I was was? About, wait chapter director or project no sorry her. sorry project project <laughs> oops from the start well, you guys made me the outreach director it was outreach first oh I remember that yeah but well, she was like doing so much I was like <laughs> shit like I should be doing more <laughs> I just have so much fun with you guys. That's why. And then, and then Agnes, I was like kind of scared of Agnes because she was like one of the few college students we had <laughs> on our team. <laughs> so I found Agnes really intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Nikita, I don't really remember. Oh, yeah. My first impression of Nikita was like you were really quiet because you weren't like ever texting in our group chat. And I was like, where is she? <laughs> Because I was, like, um, scared. Because <laughs> I didn't know you guys that looked Scared? Well. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then Lillian, I just thought Lillian was really nice, because I, I know, like, Lillian knew Stephanie, and, like, I already knew, like, a little bit about her before she came on. <laughs> but, yeah, I just wanted to know what your, like, first impressions of each other was. Okay, I honestly don't even remember. Like, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast, like, today. Um, but I'm going to try my best. Okay. Um, so, okay. Okay. So for like, Sana, I knew her outside of day first. Um, and she was like my first friend when I first moved to the U.S. And I like distinctly remember, like, I think it was P.E. And then I was like, I was like fucking lonely. (laughs) Like, I had no friends. No, we were sitting, we were sitting in P.E. And you were like pushing your scrunchie into like the holes of the lunch table. (laughs) No. Yeah. And then she like talked to me and then I think we started talking about Sean mendes and then we hit Yeah, oh we bonded God. over I our love for Sean mendes. mendes And then now we both think he's like kind of cringy <laughs> He is. He's like um he's just like a big like a tall awkward teenager. I don't know, he gives <laughs> me, me that vibe like something. Okay, he's yeah. 2 years older than me. Oh really? really? Yeah. Oh I did not know that. Anyways, carry on. Yeah, okay. Um, I remember like I don't exactly remember what my first impression of Agnes was. Um, I just remember like um I think like you were like using LinkedIn and stuff and I didn't even know what LinkedIn was until like this summer and then I remember just like bugging you and being like wait how do you use LinkedIn I remember looking at like your resume and I was like wait it looks so good I'm gonna copy this but yeah I remember like wanting to replicate your LinkedIn account Um, I was like wait this girl has like I don't even know how many connections it was like 500 connections or something I was like damn um Lillian that was like freaking third grade I honestly don't remember what my first impression of you was <laughs> like I would I would be impressed if I could remember it, but I don't um Claire just like the same thing as now like very preppy um very outgoing like you always say you're awkward but I really don't think you are I feel like you alleviate awkward situations but yeah very like um instead of Senna's negative word for her. <laughs> I think that Claire is a hardworking person. Okay. Claire is very hardworking have... too. But at first I thought like, whoa, she's doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um and I think for like Nikita, I remember like going over your app with Senna. And then I remember us being like, oh my gosh, oh, she's involved in like so many things. Like she's like, um wait, what was the thing that you were working on? I think you were doing like a like um, a Title IX thing with, like, your district or something, I might be mistaken, but I was like, oh my gosh, I kind of, or was it that?
1: Um, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, wait, that- that's cool.
0: <laughs> 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 I was like, I kind of am wanting to do, like, a Title IX thing with my district and stuff, so I remember, like, looking over, like, your app and being impressed, and then I remember, like, um, like, I think it was our first call, and I was like, I knew nothing about like registering as a nonprofit. And then you're like, yeah, it actually takes a lot of work. And I was like shit, okay. But <laughs> yeah. Didn't um, we make I'd... her like wait, didn't we make her like policy director policy direct director <laughs> <laughs> at what, first? Whatever a policy director even what does is. That even mean? Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. And then for Mia, like like I was just very impressed with her from the start, especially after her interview. Like, she was like, she, yeah, she just really impressed me with like all of her answers. And then we decided to make her like social media co director. For Roshni, the same thing. I remember like, mm-hmm. I think, um, who was at the interview? I know, Sana, you were there. Mm-hmm. And after her interview, we were like very, very impressed yeah, she by set her the bar high. She said, yeah, a real high like, for like the rest of the applicants. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty much like this person. Like, we weren't even planning on having like a director for the diversity and inclusion task force right but then yeah i was like wait we probably should like she's like too good i feel like her talents would be wasted was <laughs> like we just made her regular member um and then for namrata i wasn't at her meeting but she's she seems like super nice and she was like really funny oh she was hilarious at her interview she was so hilarious she came up with her suit and she was like yeah i got all dressed up for you guys <laughs> she was so funny yeah, that's kind of my rundown of each
1: person. Okay, uh, for me, okay, so for Stephanie and Senna, I think for like the first three weeks I was in day, I never actually saw your faces and Stephanie used to contact me through Snapchat. So <laughs> well, I I didn't even like know who you guys were. So I was just like, okay. Um, but I don't know, I didn't really have an impression. I just kind of like, I don't know. It was just like, these two girls who I never actually saw for like three weeks until I went to the first director's meeting um and I think for Claire um I also thought Claire hated me <laughs> and I was Why? Crazy, what? she seems so serious I remember like at the first <laughs> meeting I was so like intimidated by by everyone I was so in- intimidated by like Tuya Agnes and Claire and I don't know. I was just like really, yeah. I think Claire's the least scary person here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I know that now. Um, and for Lillian, I, I thought you were very quiet because I don't think we've ever like, like been in a meeting together before besides the, the director's meeting. So I didn't actually know you before, but yeah, I think that's, Oh, wait, for Mia, Mia, when she first came on, she used to, like, text all, or, like, text all the time in, like, the the chapter committee channel, so I thought she was, like, so hilarious, um, and she is, and she's, like, so sweet and everything, um, I was very intimidated by Roshni, because she was a college student, and she really, like, she had her shit together, and I was just, like, okay, this is who I want to be, um, And I was at Namartha's interview, and I really liked her. Her vibes were, like, amazing. And, like, she was, like, hilarious and funny. And she did, like, all this stuff with, like, social media and policy. And she was talking about, like, all the different stuff that she was doing in college. And I was, like, damn. Um yeah it's funny that stephanie doesn't
0: remember because okay i clearly remember when i met stephanie in third grade she was sitting across from me and stephanie you were wearing those like dragonfly earrings i think i told you before yeah i remember those earrings yeah you okay you were wearing dragonfly earrings and i was intimidated by you but then (laughs) we (laughs) i think we were both like lone lonely did you just move there in third grade too yeah yeah, and then so during lunchtime, I think we kind of bonded. Um, but yeah, and then for Sana, I think I met you when we were interviewing people. And I was like, wow, you were so put together and well spoken. Like when you're interviewing people, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be like professional like you. And I think it's the opposite of me when I interview people. When I interview people, Okay, if anyone here is listening, and I've interviewed you, like I think you know, I stumble over my words a lot, and then I'm like, it's I, like I, really. English.
1: I like I like not at really. all.
0: I really don't think so. Oh, maybe it's just me, but <laughs> yeah, that's how I see myself. <laughs> um, for Nikita, I think it was during our first like whole day national team meeting that I first met you, but you were like presenting all the chapter stuff. I'm like, wow, you're also put together. So I was like, what do I do here? But like you literally had everything planned out and I was like, wow, we are really gonna like expand our chapters definitely with you in charge. And Claire, um you're just like super outgoing. Like you always frighten the mood like yeah. And Agnes Definitely sort of that, like, intimidation factor, again, just because you're a college student. Um, But, like, yeah, you're really nice, and I'm definitely glad to, like, get to know all of you. And let's see, Mia. um, I think the first time I had a meeting with Mia was when she was walking me through ClickUp. And again, she is also put together. I don't know how you guys do it, but you're always so put together and you guys totally know what you're doing. And she was just walking me through ClickUp and um, helping me through things. Um, I haven't gotten to know Roshni or Namrata well yet, but Roshni definitely knows her stuff. Like I can tell already. I think she's definitely gonna help make our team like... um, Diversity and inclusion-wise, more accepting, more um, like sensitive, especially as a big organization. And I'm hoping to get to know Namrata better. Yeah. Um, for me, um, so for Stephanie, I got um, an acceptance letter from her at 3 a.m. in the morning. So it's like. 3am EST or 4am EST I was like what the heck and I didn't know she was living in California I was like what I was like does this girl not sleep and I was like I was kind of happy I was like okay I got it (laughs) no so so my first impression of Stephanie was like yo this girl is crazy like she doesn't sleep (laughs) um and for Sana I feel like at first I didn't really interact with her too much, but I always thought she was like super bubbly. And um, at first, I didn't know she was like uh, like a boba addict. But (laughs) but then I saw yeah. But then I saw the boba video of her. I was like, "What the heck?" I didn't know like you had this side of you. (laughs) I didn't know you actually like boba (laughs) at all. And for Claire. Um, I just thought she was really professional for someone her age because she's only like, 16 and she's like super professional, super o- outgoing and I was like kind of admiring her because she was 16 and she was like a sophomore at the time because it was May-ish and she's like a director. I was like, wow, that's a big deal. Good for her. <laughs> and for Nikita and Lillian. I just thought you guys were like super quiet because, like Sana said um, in the group chat, when she like back when we were still using Slack, um, (laughs) Nikita like she didn't even talk in the Slack group chat for directors. So I was like, where is she? (laughs) And uh, I think for Lillian, um, I kind of get to know her more when Stephanie and Sana brought up about um, creating like a editor in chief position and. Um, you both thought that so, um, Lillian would be a great um, fit for this position so I get to like know your work ethic and everything um, and then after interacting with you I just thought you were really nice and you were super um, talented because you're doing archery and stuff um, for Mia uh, I also didn't get to interact with her Uh, I don't know. I just thought she was nice, and I know that she's super outgoing because she keeps texting in, like, the Discord server for both um, day team and, like, the day community. And for Roshni, I met her in the director's meeting when my my friends uh, were coming over for, um, like, a house party when I moved in. So it was really funny because I had like a whole mask and I was like, hi, <laughs> and she was laughing. And for a I just thought she was really funny. And I like always laughed at her jokes, even though we met only like twice, but she's really funny. <laughs> so I think I got everyone. Yeah. You guys remember when we used to use like Snapchat? <laughs> like, as our, as our, that was like, a mess. That was not... Okay. Yeah, that did not work out. That's a perfect segue into my first interactions with Day. So I remember when I first joined, I I really only, like, knew about Steph. Like, I saw your first Meet the Team post with, like, the, like the 10 of you or something like that. And the most prominent one person I remember was Steph because Steph was the founder. And then I thought y'all were like 20 years old. I thought stuff was 20 from that picture. So then I <laughs> and I thought this organization was like a bunch of older kids. Um so then y'all were Snapchatting, right? Um because you guys, oh my gosh, you guys Snapchat all the time. And this was during like AP test season and I was not gonna lie, I was a little bit annoyed. But you guys were always happy. And then Sana accidentally sent a picture of her face in the Snapchat. Oh, yeah. And and it was like of her with the glasses, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she's totally like 20, right?" And then and then and then Steph sent a pic, and she was like, "What is Sana's ugly face doing in here?" Or something like that. <laughs> so at this time, I, I still I literally know. thought you guys were 20. I didn't and then really send it into that group chat, it was supposed to be like it was like an egg <laughs> picture for Stephanie. <laughs> so yeah, so that was like one prominent mem- memory, and then another prominent one was um, Steph and Tuya and I. Tuya was one of our old social media directors, and we created a group chat. And then we just like talked f- till like four a.m. about like boys. And Steph even brought out her like PT with like Sana and Steph's like exes and stuff like that. Oh, we're gonna so- talk about that next. <laughs> I oh, what? <laughs> what? Okay. Anyways, so that was another. Memory that I had, um, I just thought you guys were like, ever thought everyone was like really chill and like super inviting and welcoming? Um, and then, and then I remember, ah, I thought you guys were old. And then I was I, in my brain, but I was like, but it's like not adding up somehow. So I remember stalking you guys on like Instagram and stuff like that. And I was like, like, I even stalked you guys on LinkedIn. Steph never mentions her age. She never says like, Oh, I'm 16. She, or, or like, Oh, I'm a junior or something like that. She just says like, Oh, I go to this high school. So I just didn't know. And then, um, I remember looking through like Sana's Instagram. And then she had like a birthday picture on it, but she didn't explicitly say how old she was. So then I had to go and I had to like look at the date oh it was God. posted here and then do calculations. I know. And then and then I was like, "They're my age." So that was like a huge <laughs> revelation. Um, yeah. So basically, the majority—I feel like the whole first month that I was at day, I was pretty quiet, honestly, and I only really talked to Steph. But then after that, I started talking to Sana, and then I got no, got to know Sana better, and then um, I got to know everyone else better. But like, I feel like for first impressions, I didn't really like think too much about it. I just thought you guys were like super chill and like super like passionate about this because that's how I was, and then you guys were here too, so I was like, well, one plus one equals two. So that's the, my first impressions of people. You guys were all like calm, collected. Cool and chill. Yeah. Oh, okay. And also a little That's bit cute. of context for like our listeners. Um, we, oh my God. Okay. So, like, when I started this org, I literally did not know like anything. I had never really been involved in any like nonprofit organizations before. So, it was like very much like a spontaneous on the whim kind of thing. So, the first platform that we use for communication wasn't slack wasn't discord wasn't i messages wasn't facebook messaging it was fucking snapchat like we used snapchat to carry across like important information like hey guys you, you guys have this dude today we used yeah, you were like post you would post on the story and be like guys turn in your turn in your rough drafts today <laughs> That's just so embarrassing now that I think about it. But yeah, and then like we we changed um, from Snap to Slack and then Slack to Discord, which like now we all love Discord. Um, But yeah, just a little bit of context. (laughs) Also, Steph, do you remember like what our first name was for Deer Asian (laughs) You? Okay, wait, I think like what was it again? It was like like, Asian (laughs) Resistance or some dumb shit like that it was so dumb i was like what that sounds like asian resistance we sound so angry (laughs) like what yeah (laughs) Yeah, i think it was like asian resistance and then dear youth asian which like doesn't even grammatically make sense (laughs) and then he changed it into dear asian youth yeah thank god i love our name now though i think it works with like a lot of things yeah yeah for sure
1: I don't know if you guys want to share this but Stephanie and I have this presentation okay. and one time so actually a little bit of context on my end um, when I like first joined day I had to like make like the chapter committee and all the regional leads and ever since me and all the other regional leads have been really really close at like 2 a.m. Um, and one time my internet is unstable but one time um, Stephanie and Senna, I think we're both there, and they shared their presentation, and it's literally <laughs> like a slide dedicated to every, like, ex that they ever had, and it's the funniest shit in the world, it's so hilarious. It was it so just us,
0: like, completely, it was just us completely, like, roasting each person we liked. Like, it was yeah. so bad. It's like a list of all of our crushes since, like, I don't know, the beginning, uh, like, as as far back as we can remember. And oh god, if you guys saw that, it's, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> I need to update it. Also, I need but to update yeah, as well.
1: <laughs> but also, like the dedication, like every slide is like aesthetically
0: pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: looks good. Um, embarrassed
0: to say that I, I dated a Kevin Nguyen like it was not a good time <laughs> yeah I dated like a stoner boy who was like two years older than me that was the time <laughs> <laughs> no, Steph, I feel like your ex was like my ex but mine was Asian yeah basically it was like they're like carbon copies of each other yeah <laughs> Wait, what are your like? What are the rest of y'all's parents like? Attitudes towards dating and stuff? Because I know like Asian parents can be really strict about it. Oh. Claire, tell us your story. I know, yeah, Claire. <laughs> Claire Spillers' oh, Spiller- story. Oh, how are your parents about it? Well, yeah, I wonder where they are. Actually, hopefully they are not listening in. but my parents it's kind of like taboo in my house um it's not really like talked about it it's just kind of like like a general like agreement in the air that i won't be dating anytime (laughs) soon that is they didn't really clarify it's not something that like i want to ask about that's just like an uncomfortable conversation i don't want to (laughs) have but yeah there's definitely times where i've like um So this is, like, really weird because I can't even hang out with, like, the opposite sex in general. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Or, like, it's just, like, anytime I mention the opposite sex, they're just kind of like, hmm? Like, (laughs) you're not supposed to be, you know. Like, they won't even say it. Like, so it's just not something, like, really spoken about. But my brother does have a girlfriend. um, And they're generally okay with that. Um, But... They don't think it's gonna last. <laughs> Jeez. How long have they been how long have they been dating? I don't know if he's in the other room, but like I, oh he is definitely. I remember now. Um a year. When did when did they start dating though? Like how old were they? Oh, it's just last year. Just it's during um college, right before he left for college. So eighteen? Oh. oh, I mean, my brother and his girlfriend have been dating for four years since junior, since junior year of high school. They're yeah. still together. so Wait, is your brother the same age as me? Which one? He's, one. Who, yeah, oh, mine or Claire. <laughs> Yours, Sana. He's twenty. Twenty. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, he's turning 21 next year, oh. in January. Yeah, same. Oh, I was born in 2000, so. Yeah, he was born in 2000. Oh my god. But yeah, they've been dating for like four years. and <gasps> That's <have> crazy. <laughs> yes, Just so. us looking around the house making sure no one's <laughs> listening. <laughs> my parents are literally in the kitchen, like right next, right through that door. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me... I don't know we never really talked about it it was never something that came up and then like we had like a huge fight when um well not when they found out it was more like in the middle of the relationship and then we had like a huge fight and then like i was in my room crying and then like my mom was telling me to come out And i was like no (laughs) she wouldn't she wouldn't stop bugging me until i came out to talk to them and then it was, like, weird for a while, but then it passed, (laughs) and then we just, like, never talked about it again. Yeah, I think the patriarchy definitely exists in my household, because, like, um, I feel like they've, like, throughout my brother's childhood and mine, they've been joking about, like, my brother dating girls, like, he'll have, like, um, he'll be working in volunteering, and then there'll be, like, a girl also there, and then he'll be, like, oh, that girl's cute, or something like that, or my parents would be like that, um, so they've always been joking about it. So then when they found out, they were kind of like in disbelief, but they were like fine about it. And I feel like ugh, it's so unfair because that's just not the same thing with me. Like anytime the opposite sex is mentioned, it gets weird. And I feel like that's like effect, like very much affected my life because I don't have any guy friends, which is like kind of weird. I don't know. But, yeah, um, also, same thing with, like, flying. Like, he was able to fly by himself at a very young age. I'm not, which, of course, there's, like, I guess, concerns about, like, safety because, I guess, I am a girl. But it just feels sad. Aww. (gasps) (laughs) It's unfair. (laughs) No. Yeah. I think Claire puts it so well. Like, it's the same as me. My parents they're not like strict. They haven't told me explicitly like when you can date or like a specific time or whatever. It's more of something that's like not ever mentioned. I think there was one time I like asked my mom like, hey, so like when can I start dating? (laughs) And she was like, she like actually thought about it. She's like second year of college. I'm like, okay, like (laughs) specific, but okay. And as for my dad, I think he just doesn't talk about it. I don't know. I don't know if I'm just speaking for my parents or like, I know that some of my friends who who are also Asian, like who have Asian parents, like there's this thing with Asian parents where they don't really like show that much affection. I don't know. But like, that's the thing with my parents. So it was like, never really like any romantic things like my my sister and I would be like hey so like when did you guys first start dating or like what was your first kiss like and stuff like that and you just like totally avoid the topic it's just like not something we ever talk about yeah I've never seen my parents show affection to each other well they well but I think it's in a very like like very pg way for sure they'll be like, oh, let me cook this for you, or something like that. <laughs> that's about as far as it goes. And I love you. It's never passed. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's weird. Because we never say I love you on a daily basis. Mm. It's just like, Claire, We're did you wake you. up today? Or something like that. Oh. <laughs> did you wake up today? <laughs> <laughs> you wake up today? <laughs> but um, we actually use I love you as a way to like, now it's like overemphasis. Like when we fight and when we argue, they'll be like, I love you. It's <laughs> like really, it's really awkward, but it's become like, like even they know that it's like, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. but <laughs> My family doesn't use it either. Like I don't think I've ever said it at all. Like, they, I don't think they've ever said it at all. So it's just, it's like yeah. a foreign, it's like a foreign word in my household. <laughs> Only in extreme cases. And I feel like it doesn't mean anything. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Well, for me, my mom doesn't really say I love you, but she like, she would hug me. She's like, oh. she's like, like whenever I come home, she's like, are you happy? Like, are you having staying over here? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, I miss you. I was like, oh. And, like she would hug me, but I think one time in high school, I made her like a card for um Mother's Day, and that it says, "I love you." But I never really like tell her in person, "Hey, mom, I love you," because I don't know. It's just so weird. <laughs> my family, I say I love my
1: parents and. I think they say it back. I think. <laughs> um. I mean, like, I can't remember off the top of my head, but, like, yeah, I think, like, we do. But I think, like, the thing for me is, like, I don't know. I feel like I've become, like, such, like, an independent person where, like, there are some, like, I can't even, like, explain it, but there are, like, some, like, tricks about my parents that I, like, I, like can't live with anymore. And I think, like, that's why... I like get so excited about like going away for college because I, I just like, I, they're not listening to me, but um, I, I just like, I don't know, I just like can't live with my parents anymore. I just feel like it's like so much pressure and like, I don't know, so much like anxiety and like, um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I have a stuttering problem where <laughs> I stutter and like, I don't even stutter or, and I mean, it usually happens when I'm nervous and I don't even stutter in front of my parent, uh, in in front of my friends anymore. I just like do it in front of my parents. So I feel like, I don't know. I just like, I just like need space. Um, how are your
0: How are your parents with like relationships and stuff?
1: Do you guys talk would about slit it? My throat. If they found out, <laughs> <I was getting laughs> out of- <laughs> they would keep me out of my house. My mom said really? I could college. I think, but I don't. I've never. I've ever approached the subject with my dad ever so I don't know I don't even think I've ever heard my dad talk about dating or relationships or even like the relationship he had with like my mom before they got married but I asked my mom once when I could date and she said in college so
0: y'all are lucky my mom said after college and she's like if you if you want to study for a PhD then after PhD I was like, "Mom, I will be dirty then." I was like, "What?" <laughs> oh my god! I feel like okay. My mom is like, my mom is actually really chill, and she's like, fine with it, like dating and stuff. Um, but then she's always like, like Stephanie, like, "We gotta keep it quiet. You can't tell your dad." i against. <laughs> 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 against my dad to not tell him, and I think like. It was like literally like 4 months into dating my first like boyfriend and then she finally told my dad and then and then my dad was like he like just like brushed it off. He was like, "Oh, she's so young. She doesn't know what she's doing." And then um yeah, there's also like I don't know, like when um I feel like for white families, like, sorry for generalizing, but, like, there's this general sentiment of, like, oh, my gosh, invite them over for, like, Thanksgiving dinner. Like, invite them over for, like, a family night out or something like that. But I I don't know. I feel like for, like, Asian families, it's, like, meeting the parents is, like, a sacred act. And it's, like, not – like, they think it's so important. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird.
1: I feel like for Asian, like, families, like, you would only – ask your like significant other to meet your parents when it was like getting serious like when yeah. you guys were like, considering getting married or something yeah like that. yeah yeah and it would be like a really big deal
0: yeah that's why I don't plan on telling her anytime in this year but it's ending anyways <laughs> maybe next year <laughs> Agnes have you have you met you does your boyfriend's parents know about you yeah, like, I think literally two weeks in, and she really knew about me. She's like, I'll never settle for a guy whose first name starts with J, because I was going on dates. I was going on <laughs> dates with three guys whose first name starts with J in, like, a row. So first, oh, I'm not going to say their name, but JJJ in 2019. <laughs> yeah, I know Stephanie had a bad experience at the boy whose name oh started with a J. Gosh. My so first ex's name started with a J and our first day also resulted in a car crash. So I think oh. that's what telling. <laughs> yeah, you of should you dangerous. should tell the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So um this guy like hit me up. Honestly, like I was like, oh okay, because he's like older. Now that I look at it, kind of like a little bit sus, a little bit weird, um, would not recommend, (laughs) and then, anyways, but we went on a date together, and then, like, we got, like, real, rear-ended on the highway, that was so scary, um, and there, and it left, like, a dent in his car, and an even bigger dent in the guy who, like, rear-ended us, but, yeah, fun times. (laughs) Did you guys go through that, like, phase in our middle school, where, like, all your crushes would be, like, white, or you, like, you wanted to be white, because I know I did.
1: Okay, I, I used to live in Wisconsin, so, like, there weren't any other guys to crush up besides white guys, so, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I think in my school, there were only, like, 10 Asians, including me, in my whole middle school, so it was, like, it was, like, weird, because I, I didn't really, like, connect with, like, my culture or anything, and I was, like, I was, like, super embarrassed whenever, like, like, me and my parents would, like, ever drive to, like, like, a temple, and I was wearing, like, like, traditional, like, Indian clothes, and I'd, I would get, like, super embarrassed, but, like, yeah, and in my middle school, they were, like, only white guys. I don't even, like, remember seeing another, <laughs> I don't remember, like, seeing another Asian person <laughs> until I got to, like, Maryland but yeah oh my
0: god I remember I remember when I was in like freshman year of high school I used to have a crush on this guy who went to oh he was in the same class as me and I was like oh my god he's so cute his curly hair is so cute I remember stalking him (laughs) because also we went to like a very diverse I went to a very diverse school but we didn't have too many white people in the school, so they're very rare. And I was like, "Oh my god, he's so cute!" I stopped on Facebook and it, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's so cute!" And I told my friend about it, and she's like, "She's calling him Blondie," and I was like, "Oh my god, you guys would make totally adorable kids." And I was like, "Yeah." And then I kind of stopped having uh, a crush on him when I found out he has a. Cr- um he has a girlfriend I don't know if they still are together but um yeah it was funny and I was like oh I'm hurt (laughs) I can relate to the
1: crush having a girlfriend part (laughs) (laughs) okay this year I had like three really big crushes on these three guys and all three of them have girlfriends
0: (laughs) and I only (laughs) got
1: few months afterwards (laughs) Oh um yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah, I hope none of the guys we've talked about are listening to this because that would be very awkward. <laughs> and if they are listening, I'd like to just politely say fuck you. Um and yeah, that's my message <laughs> to say. I I wanna say love you to Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> I think growing up, I've always been pretty embarrassed about being Asian, like showing my culture and stuff like that. Um, And so with my crushes, I've definitely crushed on all different races and ethnicities, except for Asian. Or when I have, um, I never really told anyone about it because I felt like it was a little bit too real or something like that, because I always assumed, like, oh, yeah, my parents would want me to marry someone who's Asian, or something like that, but probably not, Um, so I feel like when I have crushed on someone who's Asian before, I felt like too much of my Asian would be exposed, (laughs) or I don't even know, I'm definitely not having these problems anymore, but I feel like, you know, I would definitely have to, like, be, we'd be sharing culture, and then I, that was something I was afraid of, my culture, so that was something that was, like, implanted in my brain that I no longer have, but, yeah, that's made my crushing experience weird, I guess. Yeah, when I was younger, because when I used to live in North Carolina, like, I think my grade only had, like, similar to Nikita, like, only, like, five or seven Asian people in the entire, in, like, my entire grade, even even less, maybe. And, um, like, all my crushes were white. All my friends were white. Um, I remember this one time my mom came um, to school. She was doing, like, a, a presentation on, um, I believe, the Vietnam War, because my brother at the time was, like, learning about the Vietnam War. And so my mom came in to do, like, like, a little presentation on it, and she came with, like, she came to school dressed in, um, oh, my lights just turned on, but she came to school dressed in, in Al Yai, which is, like, the traditional Vietnamese dress, and I was, like, so embarrassed to be seen with her, and, like, looking back, oh, I, like, regret even thinking like that, but, um, now I've definitely embraced my culture way more than I did back then when I was in, like, fifth grade. so yeah that's my story with that wait that's so weird I'm gonna go and contradict myself but like how Sana had like all white friends all of my friends that I've really been able to get really close with have been Asian which is yeah wait all of my friends now like I really only have like two white friends And I'm not even that close to them. Like, all of my close friends are, I think, Asian. Even though I was scared of dating Asian boys, or, like, not, of course, not dating, crushing. I, I don't know. Maybe that was for a different reason. But, yeah, I've really only been able to have meaningful friendship with Asian people. Because I feel like, I don't know, awkward sharing my culture with white people
1: i think that's like the same thing for me now because like when i'm like thinking about like my i mean obviously my school like my high school now is a lot diverse than it was when i used to live in wisconsin or my middle school when i used to live in wisconsin but like all like all my really good friends are like people of color um and it's and it's like and like it's also like with and youth like all the people in and youth have become like such good friends like a majority of my friends are just, like, Asians, and, and it, I mean, it's not like I, like, set out to only be friends with Asian people, it's just, it just, like, happened that way, um, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think and, it's, like, easier to relate to each other, like, you share the same experiences, and, like, you share, like, kind of a similar childhood with, like, kind of, um, like, being afraid of, you're not afraid of your culture but like afraid of sharing your culture with other people and yeah I find it I just find it easier to relate to other Asian people as well so yeah there's like that sense of connection that you can't really put into words you just kind of feel it around um like Asian friends you just feel calm and accepted in a way that you don't really feel around like white people or like other people I don't know Um, but there is also, I don't know if it's just me, but there is also, like, kind of this stigma around, like, Asian groups, like, it's always, oh, like, these type of people, and there's that, like, Asian group over there, like, they're the kind of weird Asian people, and it just kind of frustrates me that, like, as a school and as a society, we kind of, like, categorize, like, oh, they're the Asian people, like, they're kind of to themselves, like, we don't really choose, we, like, as Nikita said, like, we don't choose to set out just to be with Asian people, we just kind of, like, naturally come together in a way.
1: I think it's, like, it's kind of, like you said, it's all about, like, shared experiences, and, like, even though, like, like, maybe with your, your, like, friends who are people of color, you might not necessarily talk about those experiences, but it's just kind of, like, that, like, that, like, unspoken, like, thing, like, um, yeah, and, and actually, now that I'm, like, remembering, even in Wisconsin, there's only one person from Wisconsin that I actually, like, kept in touch with, and she's, she's, like, half Black and half Asian, um, and, like, it's just kind of, like, like, now that I'm thinking about it, it's, like, so weird that, and It just, like, ended up that way. I don't know. Yeah. I actually have to go eat dinner, so... <laughs> okay, yeah,
0: I was gonna say, like, should we wrap it up? <laughs> <Please>.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: we'll wrap it up. All right, um, just to wrap things up, because I think we've been recording for, like, an hour and almost a half now. Um, thank you guys for listening. To all of our listeners, I hope you had... A nice 2020, even though 2020 wasn't that nice, but I hope you guys had a good year. And um, exciting things coming next year for Deer Asian Youth. Um, we have the Women of Color Conference coming in March. So go follow Women of Color Conference on Instagram if you're cool. <laughs> um, and thank you for listening to our podcast. Does anyone else have anything else to say?
1: Start a chapter of Deer Asian Youth. In your- <laughs> yes, plug the chapter. community start a chapter. It's so fun. You'll meet all these other cool chapters. You get to be on fun calls. We give you monthly resources. (laughs) Start a chapter. It's so fun.
0: Come register for our webinars in the future (laughs) because this one is tomorrow. Well, it won't be tomorrow when we upload this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I hope everybody has a nice and safe and festive holiday season. And Happy New Year! Want more of Dear Asian Girl? You can find us everywhere on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. We're on everything. Can't get enough? Subscribe, follow, rate, review to get all the updates on the latest at DAG. Let us know your feedback and what we can do to improve. We also can be found on Instagram. Follow us at Dear Asian Girl to receive updates about our latest episodes and fun facts about the host. We'd love for you to reach out. DAG, Dear Asian Girl, a podcast dedicated to share the stories of Asian girls everywhere. For the Asian Girl, by the Asian Girl.